podcast for witches, intersectional feminists, and Wiccans alike with a focus on current events, witchcraft, paganism, and life as a person of color, aka my day-to-day life. Before we get started, just some basic housekeeping. If I research something or have done research, it will be cited on the blog post with the corresponding title. I will be using the terms Wiccan, Pagan, and Witch interchangeably, but only in reference to myself because I identify with all of these titles. This does not imply that they are the same thing. And I love being able to make my podcast and blog for you all, but this podcast will sometimes contain ads to help me pay for necessities in college. If you would like to support me and my work and minimize the need for ads, please go to anchor.fm slash Wiccantations and hit the support button. Starting at as little as 99 cents per month, you can subscribe and help me financially. Any donations are greatly appreciated. Thank you. This is a tea and tarot episode. This means that I will be talking about anything related to reading and or interpreting tarot cards. the beginning of the beginning or not the beginning the be- the beginning period not the beginning of the beginning yeah that's the right phrase that makes sense no it doesn't I'm just messing with you um, Mary Beth and blessed be welcome back to another episode of Wiccantations in our 78 part episode 2 of our 78 part series looking at the magician card number one well card labeled one but number two on the list the magician of the major arcana looking at the iconography of the card um, based on the Rider Waite Smith tarot deck so one of the most basics of all the basics not using fancy stuff here I want y'all to learn the basic with me you know all that good stuff Oh, side note, I got into the housing that I wanted at my school, and I'm very, 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 very excited. Woo! I don't sound very excited. I'm just very, very tired. And I finally figured out a concept that I think I like for a new piece that I'm working on, which is basically surrounding um, and protecting black trans women. So hopefully that turns out the way I want it to because I've been trying to work on a lot of more social justice based pieces because that's becoming a very much important part of my life. But it hasn't been translating very well the way I want it to in my artwork and it's kind of stressing me out. So we're trying something different and I'm hoping that it works. We'll see how it goes. But anyways, back to the magician. So the magician card, Roman numeral one, smack dab at the top in the center with a little vine, roses, vines of roses, or whatever flower those are, just circling the border, draping down at the top and filling up the fields and the bottom. Um, they look like lilies, like tiger, they look, I think those are lilies. You got some white lilies down at the bottom too, taking up some space along with the red flowers, which may or may not be roses, none of mine. I know roses grow in bushes, but I, is there a kind of rose that grows on the vine? I don't really know. So in the iconography of the magician, you have a table to the left, to 
left, to the left, everything you own in the box to the left. Anyways, and on that table to the left, you have the iconography of the four suits resting on the table. So you have the wand, you have the sword, you have the cup, and you have the pentacle. The pentacle is also known as the coin. Um, is there, and there's something else that goes by another name. I think cup may also be chalice, depending on where you look. That kind of thing. Um, sometimes they go by different names, but I use pentacle, cup, sword, and wand. Maybe wand and staff. I don't remember off the top of my head. And then you have a man. And this man with his long flowing locks that aren't so long and aren't so flowing. They seem very pin straight. Has the symbol of infinity above his head. Uh, his left hand has his index with his index finger outstretched is pointing down. And his right hand holding a double-ended candle by the looks of it. But the flames aren't colored, so I'm assuming it's a candle. In his up high in his right hand. And he's wearing a right robe with the red scarf shawl thing and a white headpiece, headband, something like that. Um, sorry, I'm a little tired, so you're getting all my tired, tired recording sounds. This is how I talk when I'm tired. You get a lot more inflection in my voice, whether I want it to or not. Sometimes some weird accents come out and I get off topic a lot more than normal. So have fun with that. But I'll try to stay on topic as much as possible. Um, what vision, without, because I don't remember what the card means off the top of its head, my head. So we're gonna go purely by I don't really know what to take away from this visually. I think this is one where I'm going to have to read the meaning and then match the meaning to the visual. And proceed that way. So let's flip through the book. And our book today is What the F is Tarot and How Do I Do It by Bakarin Wintner, owner of Everyday Magic, illustrations by Autumn Whitehurst. I made some lemonade with some powdered sugar today because we don't really have much regular sugar. I have so many regrets because it's just not a good idea. It doesn't taste good, guys. It's not, it's not fun. All right. <coughs> Oop, that's not it. There it is. Um, the quote, it's handled by Olivia Pope. The magician symbolizes power, manifestation, genius, willpower, map maker, creation, master, resources, god force, action, boss, poise, prepared, expert, self-reliance, elemental, leader, self-assured, and fast. In high school, my creative writing teacher took a small group of students to hear one of my favorite poets give a lecture. I was an antsy teenager and indifferent to pretty much everything, with writing being one of the few exceptions. I listened enthralled to this man compare the experience of reading a good poem to that of standing inside a green cathedral. Uh, fast side note, I actually don't, as someone who, like, is constantly inside the National Cathedral, I don't think cathedrals are that impressive, unpopular opinion. Also, like, especially with everything that happened with, like, the Notre Dame, 
like on one hand, yes, this is a big landmark in history, and yes, it does need to be preserved. But on the other hand, like I don't understand why full-on countries are donating money when literal billionaires are giving up money for this cathedral. And it's like if you have money to give up to rebuild this cathedral, and they're not like swimming in dollars, like where's why haven't you given any of that money to Haiti, who's filthing the after effects of being colonized by the French? I don't know, but there it is. That's the tea. Um, with every aspect of the architecture meant to inspire awe in its occupants, it is a testament to structure allowing the understanding of the space. We are always surrounded by infinite space, but inside this expansive cathedral, looking up at the high vaulted ceiling, we can actually feel it. An ethereal concept becomes, in that moment, a tangible presence. This is the energy of the magician. He is the creative force, the manifestation current, the god energy, the resources that facilitate his experience. He is always present, but this card speaks to an acute awareness of... Ooh, I have low battery. Ooh, gotta get going. Uh, <coughs> an acute awareness of this powerful archetype. The magician asks us to contemplate the value of using tricks in service of the higher self. A shaman does a healing on a person, detects a blockage somewhere in the body, and energetically removes it. At the same time, they use a sleight of hand to make it appear to that person that a small rock or pebble has been physically pulled from that area of their body. The magician toes the line between the true miracle worker and the trickster, just as the cathedral manipulates our senses into being aware of a grandness that is ever-present but often overlooked. With this in mind, when getting to know this card, we must also contemplate the difference between experiencing the magician, standing inside the architecture, and being the magician, being the architect. When this energy is embodied in an individual, please call me because you found my future husband. LOL. Can I say, when I call her like that? I think a little, because she's like a very in-depth person. She has like a lot of depth of thought and she's really good to have like super deep discussions with, but she's also very much a non-talker, which amuses me to no end. So it's like, I kind of imagine the inside of her brain as space. Um, Cause it's like she has such depth of thought and she has like so many things that she could say but she chooses not to say it she's like a tardis yeah her brain is like a tardis why is my mind it like it makes sense uh tardis for those of you who don't watch doctor who stands for time and relative dimensions in space and it's basically this big spaceship which on the outside looks like an i want to say 1950s london telephone telephone booth but on the inside is like huge. So the big thing about the TARDIS and the big trope surrounding it that carries on through like all of the New Who season, um, New Who also to clarify, is that like Doctor Who started in like, I want, is it the 50s might be going too far back, but I feel like the 70s or 80s and then it stopped and then it got uh, rebooted or like continued in the early 2000s. So like, you separate that by calling it classic classic who versus new who so yeah new who you definitely have a lot of tardis action going on and the big trope with all the companions is that almost all of them say like it's bigger on the inside one of them said it's smaller on the outside which is rather amusing for the doctor because that was a little different but yeah it's kind of like this idea that like even though the space looks small on the outside and looks rather insignificant it's like this big beautiful magical world that continues on forever and ever on the inside I guess that works for the cathedral metaphor. Don't think of a cathedral, think of a TARDIS. 
And my girlfriend's brain is a TARDIS. How did we end up here? I don't know. Let's continue reading. He exudes confidence and skillness in all he does with complete control over his many faculties. With the entire minor arcana at his disposal, it seems like he's capable of anything. He can build a cabin in the woods or manage a hedge fund, be a stay-at-home dad or CEO. With full access to his masculinity and femininity emotionally and practically, command and surrender, wisdom and wonder, he's taken the best qualities of the minor cards and distilled them into a cogent singularity. Because of his vast resources, he possesses a distinct ability to make things possible for other people. For other people. Whatever problem you, ha you bring to him, he always seems to know a guy or have the specific brunch you need to fix that leaky faucet. His capacity for empathy is great, and his ability to identify a person's needs is effortless. You're all invited to the wedding. When we experience a magician, the risk of the fool has paid off. We took the leap and landed on solid ground, and now it is time to take action. The magician is traditionally depicted with all the symbols of the minor arcana because, in many ways, he is the dispenser of them. The tools are on the table for you. You will be given what you need when you need it, but the action is yours to take. People who are in the energy of the magician are hustling, maybe stressed, very busy, and making shit happen. Making stuff happen. Sorry. Making shit happen. Gwen Stefani style. It's this is bananas. B A N A N A S. This is bananas. B A N A N A S. Two cogs been around their track and it's not supposed to happen like that because they ain't no longer that I heard she wrote that in like response to a dig that some celebrity wrote about her. Sorry, off topic again. Uh, ba 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 it is a period of rapid fire and nearly hysterical receiving. Doors are opening all around you. Opportunities are presenting themselves. Goals are being activated and made possible. In The Fool, we say yes to the universe. And in The Magician, the universe says yes back to us. So, let's look at how this matches with Zikov. That was a really bad, really trashy French accent. And we're going to acknowledge it, that it happened. And carry on. I'm so tired I don't know why I'm singing As I'm recording this podcast Feel free to skip over the sound of me losing my mind Feel free card so knowing that it's meant to be like basically you're ready to get stuff done so it's like you have your tools I do see now the tools laid out for you because you have all the different suits on the table and it's like while the major arcana are important the bulk of what you need to know is the bulk of the most the cards you're most likely to get if only by sheer volume and number are one of the suits cards because there are 
If there are 78 total cards and there are 22 major, I can't, 78 minus 22 is 50, 56? Yes, there are 56 suit cards, there we go. So yeah, that makes sense. And so the infinity sign could probably mean like infinite energy or infinite motion. Like you're, like from what it sounds like, this is like the hustler card. Like if you get this card, you are working, you are doing it, okay? So as you're working, you are like hustling, you're getting ready, you're on the move, you're like, I just wait for no man. You're just going, 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 you know? I don't think clothes or the flowers have any significance from what it sounds like. So then, maybe the double-ended candle, I don't know if this was a thing back then, but like in the negative, it could pro in the reverse of the negative could probably mean like burning both ends of the candlestick in the sense that like not only are you working yourself too hard, you're also like not giving yourself any breaks. So it's like really getting to you, the amount of work that you're putting in at the moment. Um, so it's kind of that, maybe that feeling of just like, really stuck with it. Sorry, just got distracted. Um, most likely of the rapid fire borderline bat meep variety buckle up and get ready to work the magician engulfs us in intense creative energy everything we want is available to us in this space utilize both your skills and the resources at your disposal to achieve success he points to the efficacy of intention setting and shows us our ability to manifest the magician lends itself to feeling competent and capable when considering if something is a success, when considering if something is a good idea or has a fruitful potential, the magician answers, heck yes. This fork yes. Fork yes. We're going to go with fork yes. Fork yes. This highly charged energy tells us it's time to fully focus and commit to whatever it is we're trying to get done. Act now, breathe later. It's worth it to hustle during this time. Magician is also a very magical man and can present himself as a powerful romantic equal to the high priestess. So, upright, magician is for the hustlers, the people who are making money moves out there, okay? Like, you are working your butt off. You are working your booty off. In the reverse, that probably means you're overworking yourself. Like you're doing, you, you're doing a lot, but you're doing what we like to call too much. Um, and this is may result in some form of burnout. But then again, like millennial burnout. <laughs> Life is now burnout. So I don't really know what you're gonna get from there. Where you're gonna go from there? Um, sorry, I'm like moving around a lot right now. I'll try not to do that. Feel the closer. right now I have a headache and when I have a headache I basically turn into a five-year-old child but I knew I really needed to record this episode for you guys both and also for myself 
because I made a promise to myself that I will, I will try my best to record at least one episode a day. So, yeah. This is my one episode with me sounding as if I'm drunk, but I promise you I'm not drunk, except for on pain and ibuprofen. Whoop, whoop. Uh, life updates. Today is Wednesday. I read another chapter of the book I like. I need to read more chapters of the book I like. There's Lucifer on. I've been watching a lot of Lucifer. I'm now about midway through season two, and it's actually really, really good. I saw Ed Sheeran's idea about the trash Lady Marmalade, where his mayonnaise act, his mayonnaise self, along with Justin Bieber's cracker, and just dash into Bruno Mars with make remake Lady Marmalade. That's not gonna happen. That's not gonna, the internet will actually fight him. It's not gonna happen. So that's nice to know because no one wants that. And yeah, I think that's it for me for today. I'm a little tired, guys. I'm a little exhausted, but I wanted to turn this episode out for y'all so y'all could have something to listen to, you know. Tomorrow will be better, I promise. And I think I may try doubling up because I feel like this is a little short. Or maybe it's just because half of it is now me rambling. I don't know. We'll see. Mary Matt, Mary Part, and Blessed Be. Feel free to contact me by email at wickentations at gmail.com or you can find me on Instagram at the handle wickentations. That is spelled W-I-C-C-A-N-T-A-T i-o-n-s if you'd like to learn more about my opinion on these topics please visit my blog the link is in the bio i am doing month bi-monthly anonymous tarot readings if you would like to submit a question please email me dm me or contact me through my blog with anonymous tarot reading in the subject line if you would like to guarantee a tarot reading by paying for one feel free to contact me for more information